The Sport MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Thanksgiving Free Roll. Everyone who hits a football bingo in our contest will win $100 cash and a $100 gift card to the SGPN store, exclusively on the SGPN app. Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli. Aguero! Oh boy, Nick. We got a wild couple of three days in. We're three days in and Argentina have already lost. How you doing, man? <clears throat> that was crazy. Absolutely. That nuts. was crazy. I told you I was going to wake up for it too, didn't I? You did, and uh, I'm kind of glad I missed it because I would have been really frustrated and pissed off the entire time. But I set my alarm for – I think I woke up at like quarter after five. So I was just like, I'll let the game go a little bit. I wake up at 5.15, woke up. Argentina was already up one nothing. Messi had scored. I was like, it's going to be a cakewalk. <laughs> and just three goals called back in the first half for offsides by Argentina. I mean, like, one of them was, like, counting hairs. Man, it was crazy. Um, yeah. And then they just give up. They literally just let off the first to start the second half, and it was just two goals for Saudi. Two goals. Saudi capitalized, and that was it. I mean, the good thing is, who else is in their group? It's Mexico and Poland. Yeah, they drew, so. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. to be honest, I think Mexico and Poland probably both beat Saudi Arabia. Maybe we'll see, but I think Argentina really take it to Mexico and Poland coming up. Yeah, I mean Mexico looked really good. They um, did. I was kind of bummed they didn't they didn't score. Yeah, they probably should have won that game. You know, obviously they gave up that penalty, but it was saved. Um, but other than that, like Poland really didn't produce much. Lewandowski mm-hmm. didn't look good at all. I I tweeted this out: if Mexico had like a pure number nine, they would be legit, legit. Um, yeah, but they just don't have anyone like that yeah yeah we got uh wow it was a crazy day well, kudos to you for waking up at, at, at you know that early i assume you're not doing that this, these upcoming days or maybe you are i don't know uh not this one i'm gonna sleep in for tomorrow <laughs> there you go well we got yeah, yeah. uh thanksgiving day and then uh, we'll have the u.s game um here in a bit on uh probably another different podcast but today we are chatting about Thursday, November 24th, it's Thanksgiving, and we have Switzerland and Cameroon to kick us off. Switzerland, minus 135 favorites. Cameroon, plus 400 underdogs. The draw, plus 255. Uh, Nick, I'm taking Switzerland on the money line. Uh, That is my official play. Uh, There's a couple other ones you could look at, maybe an over two. Cameroon have lost their last seven World Cup matches. Uh, Brazil are in this group, so I think this, this game is really vital for both teams. Uh, let's just assume Brazil beats Serbia. The winner of this one will be in sole possession of second place. Um, you know, Switzerland have made it out of their group in the past two World Cups. I think they have enough to get it done with Jaka, Shar, Akanji. Um, yeah, I mean, the Cameroon finished third in 2021 Africa Cup of Nations, but I just feel like the Swiss are just as strong, if not more strong, than Serbia, who I think are the other. The ones by second place, and I really just don't know where um, 
Cameroon is going to be scoring their goals from. What do you like in this one? Yeah, I got a couple. I don't. I'm leaning both teams to score. At, nice. I think it's plus money, like plus one hundred five. Um, the Swiss backline doesn't really excite me much. Um, their midfield is very good, um, and you know they have uh, Oak Four who could score. Um, but aside from that, um, I think Cameroon is going to give them some fits. Um, yeah, I think Cameroon is a little underrated, um, but their defense is also really bad. I went back and like looked at some highlights and stuff, and um, they concede it. They can concede goals um, fairly easily. Um, they were getting beat with crosses into the box and everything, um, but they do have, you know, they have um, Modine for Munich. They have uh, Obapkar, whatever his name is, Vincent uh, Obapkar, however you pronounce it. Abubakar? Abu Bakar. Yeah, Vincent Abu Bakar. He used to be a stud. I remember yeah. following him for, uh, um, who did he play for? Porto. He played for Porto. Um, he, was score- he would score a goal like every single game. Obviously, he's up there in age. I think he's like 30 years old, but... He's still someone that can finish. Um, they, have, you know, they have players that play for in the Premier League, Brentford, um, in Ligon at Lyon. So they definitely have some talent this Cameroon side, and I think both teams to score is going to be a good play um, yeah. because I, I just see both finding the back of the net in this one. Yeah, um, and I think with the you know the over has moved kind of more towards leaning towards over two and a half. So I think that ultimately means. The books think Cameroon will score because I don't think Switzerland are getting three uh, by any means, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got they love switching up the, the groups. We got <laughs> Uruguay and South Korea. Uruguay minus 135 favorites. South Korea plus 420 underdogs. The draw plus 255 uh, as the draw. Um, this game basically on the in the book size is pretty much the equivalent of Switzerland Cameroon in terms of money line for Uruguay, uh, money line for South Korea and Cameroon are the same. And then the draw is basically equivalent. Uh, I'm taking the same bet that I did just now with Switzerland Uruguay money line. Uh, I also like, um, I also like the over two in this one a lot. Um, Uruguay have won five of the last six meetings between these two clubs and five of those meetings have seen at least two goals. Uh, so Uruguay are expected to qualify from the group along with Portugal, but you know there's no for sure's anymore, especially with Argentina losing to freaking Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um, Uruguay have made it out of the the group stage the previous three World Cups. Um, you know South Korea and Hong Ming Son uh, did shock Germany in 2018, but I just outside of him, I, I I'm not confident as to what South Korea can do. And I think it's similar to, I don't want to say Argentina, because I don't think it'll be the same result that they, they had, but Uruguay just has more, exp- more depth um, when it comes to players outside their starting 11 that I think could provide a spark. I mean, if you have Edison Cavani come on for 20 minutes, cause you need a late time goal, like South Korea doesn't have that. So they're going to, you know, I, I, I could see South Korea hanging around uh, the game for a while. Um, but once we get into the second half, legs are getting tired. Uruguay is going to be able to make some some adjustments that I don't think South Korea will have answers for. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said. Um, I think Uruguay had the better squad in this match. Um, they're a kind of team that either gets ahead quick um, and then kind of kills the game, or like you said, we'll see how long South Korea can kind of hang on, and then Uruguay gets like that late that late goal if they bring on Cavani or Suarez. Um, you know, even if Nunez doesn't start, you know, they bring on Nunez. They have Valverde in the midfield. I mean, they just they have a, a load of talent. Um, you know, they're one of my future bets to go a pretty long way in this tournament. So, yeah. and I just don't know how fit Son's going to be. You know, yeah, like exactly. how, you With know, like, right. So, I mean, how how much is he really going to be affected? You know, what if he takes an elbow to the face or something? You know, I mean. How aggressive is he going to be with that injury? Is he going to be thinking about it when he's on the pitch? Um, so, yeah, to me, I like the over two. Um, I like, you know, Uruguay team total over one and a half at plus money, yeah. um, plus 110. And then I'll probably try and sprinkle maybe a little on Uruguay money line um, at minus 130. Yeah, these past games, man, I'm so skeptical of all the money lines it's just like every game i'm like there at this point you know granted this this podcast is for the last game of the match day one for all these teams looking back i wish i would have sat match day one out for every team and just said ty hold off hold off don't place any bets wait till match day two wait till you see what these teams actually look like and then go from there because i mean yeah, I the mean, World Cup it, is so unpredictable. It's, it's it really insane. is. It really is. Like, I, I mean, mean Monday, Denmark and Tunisia, like zero zero. Like what? Yeah, I mean Monday. Monday, I had a great day. Um, today, today was just it was bad. I mean, there were upsets. I mean, Argentina well, the, lost. You know, and, and the then the thing I is, had, is like everyone. I feel like it's bad for everyone, which is good yeah. in a sense because, like you know, assume most people are on similar plays. But yeah, right. I mean, you know, then I have. I think we were both kind of on like Mexico, Poland over two, you know, Lewandowski misses a penalty. I mean, like that shit just doesn't happen regularly. And then Denmark, yeah, like you were saying, I think um, we were kind of both on Denmark. I think they produced almost a two XG and didn't score a goal. Um, I got worried in the France game when Australia scored first. I was like, I was like, I was like, this is the day. Yeah. I was like, this is that kind of day. Right. Yeah. But then France stormed back. They showed their, uh, they showed their power for sure. Yeah, of course I took France uh, to record a shutout win, and I was just like, mm. "Oh my goodness, what are we doing?" <laughs> they didn't. I don't even think Australia had a shot in the second half. They didn't. No, it was so frustrating. I yeah, I was just like, "Oh." It was literally it was literally one shot, and it went in. That's. I was confused was when I when I woke up to uh, Argentina game. I saw two one, and I thought, "Oh, Argentina won two one," but the name like it was like KSA two argentina mm-hmm. one and i was like i was like no argentina one two one and then i realized <laughs> like nope saudi arabia one yeah yep but yeah man hey let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors are you ready to win some money and boost your odds well WinBet is now live in arizona colorado indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york tennessee and virginia we're bringing the excitement of win las vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour each thursday from 5 to 6 p.m eastern time during WinBet win hour marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity great promos odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. 
Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, folks. If you really like Super Bowl squares, you're going to love what we have for the DJs on Thanksgiving. Our friends at Play Action Pools have set us up with a football bingo contest for Thursday's slate. It's simple to join and free to play in the SGPN app. Once you enter, you'll see your unique bingo card on the screen. Whenever a touchdown is scored on Thursday, check your card to see if you have that player. If you do, check the box, and if you get a bingo, you'll win $100 cash and $100 SGPN gift card. All right, Nick, we are back. Let's get going. Let's get grooving. Uh, we got, who we got? We got Brazil and Serbia. Uh, Brazil, minus 200 favorites. Serbia, plus 500 underdogs to the draw, plus 350. Uh, this is the, uh, what is it? The f- oh, I, I skipped a game. You, you cool right. if we go with Brazil, Serbia? Yeah. Uh, yeah those lines? So yeah. I totally just skipped Portugal and God, I was like, wait, this is the last <laughs> game of the day. Uh, so, I mean, obviously Brazil are heavily favorite, heavily favorites, uh, not even in this just game or group, but for the whole tournament. And I think especially they were looking at Argentina, like does Argentina not get out of this group? And Nick, you know, what's funny is what I was thinking, if Argentina don't get first in their group, we still have the chance for a Brazil Argentina final. Which would be fucking nuts. That would be sick. It would be sick. Uh, So my, my official play is uh, Brazil minus one uh, at minus minus one twenty. I also um, like, Brazil money line and over one and a half match goals at minus 130. Um, I don't think Serbia do to Brazil what Saudi Arabia did to Argentina. Uh, Brazil beat Serbia 2 nothing in Russia four years ago. Um, I think, you know, Brazil probably saw Argentina and were like, it can happen to anyone. But who mm-hmm. knows? Neymar gets cocky and does what he wants in, in games sometimes. So you never know. But I think that Argentina game, maybe they weren't watching. Hopefully they were, because I think that's a really good chance for them to say like, Hey, we can win this whole thing. Argentina just lost to Saudi Arabia, but I also think it tells them like it's the world cup. You have three games to advance. You need to like step up your game and perform uh, each and every game. So taking Brazil on the, on the spread as well as the money line with over one and a half goals. Yeah, this this game screams goals to me. Um, I'm going over two and a half at minus 130. Nice. Um, Serbia play a very open style. Um, they're very aggressive. Um, and when you look at their team, I mean, they have some skilled players, um, both in the midfield and attacking. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm wondering how fit uh, Mitrovic will be. That's kind of a big question mark because if he, if he starts um, – and he's fit with uh, Vlahovic, him and yeah. Vlahovic. If they start, I mean, that's that's a that's a deadly combo up front there. Um, and I know that obviously Brazil is just stacked from front to back. Um, they just have the elite talent, the depth, everything. Um, but I think Serbia can put up a fight. I, I don't think they're going to go down without you know without swinging. Yeah. Um, and I see Brazil scoring two, maybe even three in this one. Um, but I also see Serbia scoring one, maybe two in this one. So um, they have that kind of talent. 
to kind of press Brazil. And I think, I think they'll put up numbers. Um, I don't think they'll be, um, you know, clean sheeted at all. So give me the over two and a half in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think I just, I just think Brazil could get three themselves truthfully with with the style of play that Serbia plays. Um, they could get three themselves with that talent and just that open. I mean, if it's open and Brazil's just, you know, hitting them on the counter and, you know, throwing balls into the box, I mean, there's going to be goals. Yeah. And I think too, like what you just said there is like, you know, you've opened yourself to the, you know, you, you want a counter, but then again, you open yourself to the counter. So like, kind of mm-hmm. like we saw in England in that six, two game against uh, Iran, maybe not necessarily the Australia game and France, but probably more so the Saudi Arabia game. Like these big clubs aren't, aren't putting up shutouts. So it's just the, the hard thing with the, the games. I mean, I agree with you. I think Serbia can get one, especially if it's a blowout. Like mm-hmm. I don't see Brazil winning like four, nothing. I could see it more like four, one, three, one, something like that. Um, it's like either both teams do score or it's a zero, zero draw. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating. But like, uh, but I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think that if occurs. you go, yeah, I mean, if you go back and look at just Serbia's matches, yeah. they, just, they just don't have zero zero games. No, Their games yeah. go over two and a half all the time. And, and Brazil think, is, you know, same thing. I mean, and their games go over, but they're scoring. They're the ones scoring all the goals. Yeah, and I think Serbia uh, ultimately probably want to sit back and play for like a draw. So like, if Serbia scores first. 100% they're going to sit back, I think, just because, like, yeah. you know, try to keep the, the lead or the draw as, as much as you can. But I assume Brazil is going to score one or two goals pretty quickly, and it's going to force Serbia to be like, okay, well, now we got to go for goal differential and get as many as we can against Brazil, regardless of how many they score on us. So we'll yeah, see. You good, yeah, I think you made a good point there because now that I think about it, if you just – a lot of these teams have been super conservative. Um, you know, there hasn't even been a lot of shots in these matches – um, but yeah, if there's a goal early, which there usually is in these Brazil games and Serbia matches, um, it should open things right up. And I wonder too, you know, Brazil, Serbia being the last game of the day, you know, there's seven, no, probably not seven. There's five. Yeah, there is seven hours roughly between the Switzerland Cameroon game and this one. So if Switzerland Cameroon, you know, end up being a scoreless draw, um, or even, you know, Switzerland wins, you know, Brazil's going to look at that and say, okay, well now we need to win. And also right. really, like, we need to make sure we stay atop with Switzerland or, or, you know, the same for Serbia and Brazil is like if Switzerland Cameroon draw, Serbia could basically say, if we lose to Brazil, it's not the end of the world because Switzerland and Cameroon each only have one point with them. To right. play. So that's also something to, to take note of. I'm surprised they don't have the groups playing right after each other. Cause then it, you know, they were talking about that earlier on the telecast about how like, you know, the um, Mexico and Poland, does the strategy change now that Argentina lost? I mean, ultimately it probably shouldn't cause it's game one, but mm-hmm. um, next up we have the final game, but it's actually the third game of the day. It's Portugal versus Ghana. Portugal minus 265 favorites. Ghana plus 800 underdogs. The draw plus 370. Uh, I am on Portugal money line and under three and a half match goals. I just had to parlay it with something in order to get a decent price uh, at minus 110. Um, I also I also think this could go under two and a half. I'm not confident in Ghana scoring. I am confident a lot more in Portugal scoring. Um 
you know, the last last time these two met up in 2014 at the World Cup, Portugal won 2-1. Ghana have failed to win their last seven World Cup matches. They've conceded at least two goals in their last three. They've also seen under, or I'm sorry, over two and a half in those last three, hinting at, you know, they're scoring a goal, but they're allowing at least two. Um, I just, I think Portugal are too heavily favored to take on the money line. Um, and, and like we were saying earlier, like, um, you know, Uruguay and South Korea play right before them. And so assuming Uruguay, you know, comes away with the dub, Portugal are going to need to do the same uh, if they want any chance at, uh, you know, securing first place. But yeah, I'm interested to see. I think the two two teams I'm most interested to see tomorrow or not tomorrow, Thursday on Thanksgiving is it's probably Ghana, Cameroon, and we'll say South Korea. I say those teams because the other te- the teams that they're playing are so, I think, in the books' minds, heavily favored to win. Like Ghana's plus 800. I could very well see just the way that this tournament's going. Ghana, you know, double chancing and drawing Portugal. I don't know. What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, if I they're think plus about it, 800 on the money line. Like that's, yeah. I mean, if I think it's crazy. If I think about today, then yes, I agree with you on that. That is crazy. And, and you think it happen. Right. And, but that's what I'm trying to tell myself. Like I felt like my reads are good, but today was just not the norm. Um, Portugal's by far the better team in this match. I have Ghana as a future to finishing last in this group. Um, I go through their roster and, you know, nothing screams out to me that they are going to have any sort of, I mean, they have Williams and Ayu, Ayu from Palace, Williams from um, Athletic. Um, you know, they do have a youngster, uh, Kudis from Ajax. He's 20 years old. He's looked good for them. But, you know, you're going up against you know, Cristiano Ronaldo on the other side. Um, they have Bruno Fernandez. They have, um, you know, Andre Silva. That they'll probably start up front, Ruben Neves. Uh, Bernan, um, Bernando Silva from City, and then on the back they got um, Mendes from PSG, Ruben Diaz from City, uh, Guerrero from Dortmund. I mean, just absolutely stacked. Um, you know, they're literally another one where I look at their roster, and I and I said this in one of our group pods that like I feel like their roster has just as much depth as Brazil, maybe not as much yeah. skill, but just as much depth. Um, so to you know, that's why they're one of my sleepers in this tournament, and I just think they roll in this one. Um, I went over two and a half at minus one hundred five. I think it's too low, and then I went uh, Portugal team total over two and a half at plus one eighty five. I just think that's just great juice. Um, you know, three goals for Portugal. All right. Yeah, I think. I mean, Good. I see a I see a three zero win in this one. Um, I just don't think Ghana. If Ghana do concede, or if Ghana do managed to find a goal, um, Portugal's going to score two. So yeah. I, that's why I like the over. Um, yeah, but that makes sense. In this first in this first game, I know Portugal is gonna, just going to come out and they're going to want to get the win, you know, get the goals, get that goal differential, and just move on to the next match. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I could see that as well. So I'm banking on hopefully Portugal score three. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that wraps up uh, Thursday Thanksgiving Turkey Day podcast here on MLS Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, what are you thankful the- for? 
Well, it's not Thanksgiving yet, but yeah, no, I'm thankful but for. They'll uh, be listening to this questions. before. Uh, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my. Uh, I'm thankful for that I'm employed. I'm thankful for my health, not just my health, but my family's health, my girlfriend's health, her family's health. I'm thankful for a lot of things um, that we get to do this podcast and just talk soccer and shoot the shit. Um, thankful for my own health too. Uh, yeah, and just. You know, living life one day at a time and uh, not taking myself too seriously. What are you thankful for, Nick? At betting the yeah. pitch. Betting the pitch. Um, yeah, man. Just thankful for the life we have right now. Um, you got a beautiful daughter. Roof, yeah. My beautiful family, roof over my head. I'm able to put food on the table. Um, you know, thankful that we get to just literally talk about this beautiful game and just shoot the shit, like you said. It's fun. So, yeah, thankful for that, and um, thankful for everyone that listens and supports us. Yeah, that's probably the most important. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh, man. No, we do appreciate you guys, and uh, you know, wherever you're listening, hopefully you're with some fam, uh, having a nice warm meal. If not, uh, you know, reach out to Nick and I, let us know what we can do to help. Uh, that's what we're here for, especially during uh, the holidays. You know, all we're thankful and appreciative of of all the things that we have, we would definitely want to give back. So, um, you know, don't ever hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, and uh, now I will get off my soapbox, but, uh, Nick and I are stoked. We got some great stuff coming up. We uh, just finished match day one for all of the teams. Um, we'll be, you know, doing some match day two, uh, stuff. I know we're all excited about the USA game. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at MLS SGPN. My name is Ty Roder at TRODS1019. Nick is at Betting the Pitch on Twitter. Um, we also are on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Um, so you want to contact us, you want to connect with us, see our picks, you know, hear our insights, just chat with us in general. Uh, any of those avenues, we are always open. We always have open inboxes. So uh, yeah, ping us, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Uh, and as usual, Nick, if you wouldn't mind saying goodbye to the listeners and followers. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, followers. Adios. Later. <laughs>